Maryland is moving to legalize marijuana, but not everybody is happy about the forthcoming legislation. State Senator Jill Carter told Politico's Mona Zhang that it gives too much control of the market to medical marijuana providers. She'd like criminal penalties for marijuana sales removed and a better pathway for illicit sellers to become part of the regulated market. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ruth Reader. On Tuesday, John Ratcliffe, former director of national intelligence under the Trump administration, dismissed a claim by the CIA that it doesn't have enough information to say whether the coronavirus that sparked the pandemic came from nature or from a lab. His accusation comes less than a day after a report from Kansas Senator Roger Marshall that said the pandemic probably started with two accidental lab leaks in Wuhan, where the first cases of COVID-19 were detected in late 2019. But recent data from China about the presence of COVID-19 19 in raccoon dogs at an animal market in Wuhan has given more weight to the natural origin theory, several scientists said recently. The Biden administration is expected to declassify the intelligence regarding COVID's origins by mid-June. And the FDA has updated the primary mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, which means additional boosters for some adults. Catherine Ellen Foley explains. Hello, thank you for having me. I really want you to explain to me what announcement the FDA just made about Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. Something has happened, but I don't totally understand it. It's kind of confusing, and it kind of seems like it's out of the blue, but actually it's been a long time coming. So what the FDA said Tuesday is that it's officially retiring the original pfizer BioNTech and Moderna vaccines. And if you recall, those vaccines were made way back using the original SARS-CoV-2 virus. Since then, we've had a lot of mutations. We had a whole Omicron surge, and both of those vaccines were updated to generate some protection against the BA4, BA5 variant. So what FDA has said is from now on, it's no more original mRNA shots only bivalent shots moving forward. But it also made some some other announcements too. So one of the things it said was that if you are an adult who still hasn't been vaccinated for COVID-19, instead of needing two or three shots, you would really just need one bivalent shot. And the agency made that decision based on the fact that at this point, three years into the pandemic, as we're moving to sort of a more endemic model, most people have been exposed to the virus and have some kind of immunity based on just being exposed to it or some kind of vaccine immunity. So no more original shots, only these updated shots for the mRNA vaccines moving forward. So This update from FDA, again, it feels like we haven't talked about COVID in a long time, but back in January, the FDA's expert advisor panel actually said, you know, we think the FDA should make this move. They voted and said, we think that all of the mRNA vaccines moving forward should just be this update. So really, it's the FDA following its advisor's recommendations from late January. So it's it's been a long time coming. We also used to have some other vaccines in the mix. There was a vaccine from Novavax and one from Johnson & Johnson. What's going on with those? Are those still in the mix? 
Yeah, even though Moderna and Pfizer and BioNTech have been sort of the big names in COVID-19 vaccines, there are still two other shots that people in the U.S. can get. So we've got one from Novavax and we've got one from Johnson & Johnson. And those vaccines use an older technology. They're not using mRNA. And the thinking is that those are shots that are available for people who may not want to get an mRNA vaccine or are unable to get an mRNA vaccine for one reason or another. There have been a lot of studies that have showed that even though Novavax's vaccine wasn't designed to help us have immunity for some of these newer COVID-19 strains, it still generates a lot of protection. And I am just curious, you said obviously that There was some desire to move to these bivalent shots, which at this point are now more designed for later strains of the virus. Were there other reasons why the FDA recommended switching to to update these bivalent shots? Well, there are a couple of things at play, right? And we have to really think of timing here. So I want to be clear that in addition to updating these vaccines, the FDA also said that they're thinking about people who are still at a risk of developing severe COVID-19. So that includes older adults, people over 65, or those with compromised immune systems. And with this announcement, FDA said that these populations would be eligible for an additional booster right now. But again, the timing is important because we also know that the FDA in June is set to discuss again what kind of additional COVID shot, what kind of strains they would want to see vaccine manufacturers design products that would protect against them. So what strains of the virus are we going to base these fall vaccinations on? And we don't have an exact timeline for that. But we know, again, back in January, FDA advisors we're really saying, you know, we think maybe an annual shot is something we want to consider moving forward. So nothing is set in stone, but it is a consideration moving forward. So it could be, again, that in the fall, we will be talking about having another round of boosters and not just for those with compromised immune systems, but for everybody. And I can tell you that that is going to be a really interesting time because already a lot of these vaccine manufacturers are gearing up for what that new booster could be. So Novavax, like we said, is still using its original COVID vaccine. That company is gearing up. It's preparing several different versions of its vaccine And they're going to just take direction from the FDA in June and get those shots ready for the fall, providing they have the right data to back it up. We know that the mRNA shots are a little more versatile, a little more agile than the platform that Novavax uses. So it's easier for Moderna and Pfizer BioNTech to make that switch. But Novavax has been preparing for this for a little bit. So yeah, we're we're sort of thinking about how we're going to move forward protecting both those who need extra protection right now, as well as what will this look like in the fall when we enter, you know, the usual cold and flu season again. So Catherine, who is eligible for a bivalent booster shot right now? At this moment, FDA is really concerned with people who are at high risk of developing severe COVID-19. So that includes older adults, so folks over 65. They're eligible to receive another bivalent booster as long as it's been at least four months since their last shot. And people with compromised immune systems, going all the way down to to kids, are also authorized to receive an additional age-appropriate bivalent booster as long as it's been at least two months since their last shot. And because people with compromised immune systems 
are so different. It's a varied population. The FDA also included some wiggle room for individuals to work with their healthcare providers if they might need an additional shot after that. And the thinking behind this is the FDA really wants to make sure that people at high risk for developing severe COVID are protected from at least risk of hospitalization and death. Remember, we don't have any monoclonal antibodies authorized against any of the, the circulating strains right now that could be used, you know, prophylactically. FDA wants to make sure that these people are protected through the fall, which is likely when we're going to be seeing another updated booster shot that all of us would need to receive. And then we all may get an updated shot, not the same bivalent that's currently available, but like a new one targeted probably, I assume, to the latest strains that we're battling this fall. Totally. And this is like a really interesting problem that vaccine manufacturers and healthcare providers and the FDA are, are sort of racing against. So virus is mutating constantly. The FDA and other public health regulators want to make sure that they are getting the most up-to-date information about like what strains are currently circulating before they tell manufacturers like, okay, go ahead and focus on this one because we know these things are changing all the time. So you want to wait as long as possible so you have the most updated vaccine. But if you wait too long, then vaccine manufacturers aren't going to be able to make that vaccine in time. So it's a really interesting tension that we're, we're seeing here. And like I said, we don't know what the FDA is going to decide on in June when they meet what that potential fall vaccine would be based off of. It's my understanding that the CDC's expert panel on Wednesday met to talk about COVID-19 vaccines. What was the conversation about? Usually when FDA authorizes or makes a change to an authorization, CDC's advisors will talk about that authorization and vote on it and move forward. But today wasn't a day when the expert panel was voting. They were actually going over existing data from these bivalent shots and using that to talk about what the fall might look like. And based on the data that we have available, it seems like it might be really beneficial for us to think about a simplified COVID-19 vaccine regimen moving forward. We'll probably need a shot annually. We don't know what that shot yet looks like, but it's possible that we would all benefit from one easy shot moving forward. So the advisors really focused on having a simplified COVID-19 regimen moving forward, something that's super easy to follow, something you don't really have to think about. For example, right now we have um, different guidelines for kids who are like four, five, and six, depending on whether they get the Moderna or Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine. And all that really has to do with is the, the dosing. You know, some of these advisors pointed out that there really isn't a ton of difference between the immune systems of kids who are four, five, and six. It's just differences among the way that these companies tested their, their products. So they're hoping that, you know, in the future, we could have a more streamlined approach to getting these kids protected. And also they pointed out that like right now, the FDA's updates really only apply to mRNA-based vaccines. And if we have future vaccines or even an updated version of, say, the Novavax vaccine, we would want just 
a simple guideline for people to follow. And they're really hoping that that makes more people go get COVID shots. Right now, less than 20% of the U.S. population in total has received a bivalent booster, and less than half of people over 65 have received a bivalent booster. So really the goal is to increase booster uptake to make sure that we're keeping as many people out of hospitals as possible. Well, thanks for talking. Thanks so much for having me, Ruth. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah and Annie Reese are our producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Ruth Reeder. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.